Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ianla Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. Previously on Ianla Fix My Life, two gay pastors living a lie. How do you go into God's house with your heart full of, I'm wrong, I'm inadequate, and God doesn't love me? Loved ones finally hear the truth. When you're dead, you know, you want your son to kind of be like you. I'm still trying to grasp it. A family devastated by years of deception. Between 2006 and 2008, I had affairs with five different men. Tell her what that means, that you had affairs. Book, chapter, and verse. Ianla tackles an emotionally charged issue head on. Do you tell your children that their father going to hell? Y'all are going to have to do this together. Otherwise, these kids are going to be ripped to shreds. You've got to understand that there are some people that will never sit in your ministry, ever. There will be a price to pay for this. Part three starts now. I'm here in Kentucky where I'm doing some important work with two men, both pastors, both gay. Although he was attracted to men, Mitchell married Tiffany, a single mother of three, and together they had two more children. But Mitchell could no longer contain his desire to be with men. One, two, three, four, five are the five men he slept with while he was married to you. Now, their relationship is in complete breakdown and their five children hang in the balance. Talk to me. Come on. To do what's best for their children, Mitchell and Tiffany need to heal the wounds between them. I am so, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. But I'd rather you know and start to heal than don't know. But before we can get there, I need to find out what's going on in Tiffany's mind after hearing Mitchell's confession that he slept with men while they were married. <sighs> No, you're not going to see him. You're going to come see me. Just breathe. Just breathe. It is my duty as an elder to walk you through the hard places, Miss Tiffany. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what's going on. 
I trusted him. I gave him so much credit. <laughs> Why? Because he was the pastor? Huh? <laughs> Do me a favor. Come here. Take your shoes off and step in that dirt. Take your shoes off and step in that dirt. Come on. Miss Tiffany, it never dawned on you. You never felt nothing. You never saw nothing. You never heard nothing. I was all things Mitchell Jones. Mm. I didn't even allow people to come to me. Nobody would even feel comfortable coming to me telling me anything about him. Why? Because I loved him. Yeah, but look at what look <laughs> look what you created in the process. Wow. <laughs> Tell me what you heard him say, what you know now. And he's always been gay. Yeah. That during your marriage. He had five affairs. Okay, so what are you telling yourself about yourself right now? Because that's my concern. What are you telling yourself about yourself? I just gotta embrace the truth instead of the lies that made me feel more comfortable. Whoa. Talk to me about them lies. What were them lies? That he was faithful to me. Uh -huh. That he wasn't gay and he just came to the awareness of his gayness when he told me. I just can't accept that when he made choices, not once, not twice, but five times. So I can't accept that he didn't, he didn't get it. Miss Tiffany, don't punch me when I say this. You got to heal it up because that is the father of your children. You gotta raise some kids together. What's that gonna take? No clue, Miss Tiffany, you had no clue. The truth is hard, this is hard. Ain't this hard right here? Yes. This is some hard stuff right here, right? It's hard. Can you hear me? I do. I'd like you to sit here and just rock yourself for a while and gather your thoughts. I'm gonna go see now what Mr. Mitchell is doing. Would you like me to just gouge your eye out with the heel of my shoe? <laughs> Give me a hug. <laughs> I'm gonna have him send you some tea, okay? Now, I want to check in with Mitchell to see what he is thinking and feeling after confessing to Tiffany. Rough day. What's going on? Just all this. I, if I knew different, I would have done different. I know. But you didn't. And now we're left with the wreckage. Sitting there looking at her, what do you tell yourself? And I definitely understand that I hurt her, that I had betrayed her trust. Do you understand that you dishonored and defiled yourself and the pulpit? In the black community, they don't want you to be out and gay. It's still they this, want you to lie. They want in you the to pulpit. have a shame. They want you to lie in the pulpit in your house, and it's not just with. Reverend Derek, who has hid his true identity his entire life, has just come out to his family. Now he is preparing to come out to his church family, his congregation. You've got to understand that there are some people that will never sit in your ministry, ever. Since both men are on similar yet different personal journeys, I think it would be a good idea for them to continue their conversation and support one another. I'm going to leave y'all two here to chat for a little while. All right. 
You okay? Yes. Are you sure you yeah. okay? I am. <laughs> just need some. Just need some rest. <laughs> some rest. How long have you been in the ministry? Uh, I was 20, 22, so it's been 20, 21 years now. While Derek and Mitchell talk, I'm going to check on Tiffany. You have questions? You have concerns? How you feel? Just glad to know. Do you want to say anything to Mitchell that you need my support with? I don't want to say anything to him. What is the request that you would make of him? Just give me time. Okay. Well, what if I just say to him, give her some space, give her some time, she'll get in touch with you. Is that okay? Yes. Can you do it within the next 30 days? You know lots of men in ministry that are gay. And it's, and you know, I just kept thinking if I knew, if I knew something different, I would have done something different. But that's all they, that's all they teach you that, you know, even after the fact, I had one, you know, call and say, you know, you, you're selfish. Got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Got a lot of work to do between ex-wife, kids, and... How old are your children? 13, 12, 11, 9, 7. Have you talked, so they know? Yes. Cause you, I mean, cause you know, like if you're 13 and you find out your dad is gay. Right, that, that has an impact on you. Right. How do you handle the children in the process? That's gonna be the hard part. Because now knowing what I know, my, whole, my feelings have changed. Yeah, but he didn't betray the children by having extramarital affairs, he betrayed you. That is true, but a large part of the reason why I have been so supportive with him and the kids and making sure that they, you know, treated him fair and right was because I believe he had more respect for us than that. I want Tit to be an openly gay black minister. So I'm about to do something crazy. <laughs> And what I keep telling myself is the good will outweigh the negativity. Yep. It's still gonna be scary. Yeah. Thank you. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells more popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi, it's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Before the night is over, I want to check in with Reverend Derek. Reverend Derek, have a seat down. In less than 24 hours, we will find out if he is able to remove his mask and reveal his long-held secret to his church community. A lot going on. A lot going on. 
So you came out to your family. Now, tomorrow you're going to come out to your community. Are you ready for tomorrow? Knowing that some people may walk, get up and walk out. Mm -hmm. And you may still have to go back and minister to them. And others will weep in sorrow and others will weep in joy. But who you are to them will be altered tomorrow. It's a new day here in Louisville, Kentucky, where I've been doing the work with two men, both gay, both ministers. One single had to come out to his family. One who was married with five children had to come clean with his wife. And now, Reverend Derek is going to come out to his community. This, this is a big day for both of them, where they stand before the world authentically. This is a huge day. But before we get there, I left Pastor Mitchell's wife, Tiffany, in total devastation last night. And now I need to talk to Pastor Mitchell because it's not clear to me that he has a full understanding of the devastation his behavior has caused. So we need to have a brief conversation. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> you got on your Sunday go to meeting clothes. <laughs> How you doing? I'm well, how are you? Good. Come on, take a walk with me. Okay. How was your night? I had a good night. Really? Yes. You did? I did. Did you talk to Tiffany? No, just I texted her. Um, I didn't talk to her. I, I have a request from her. Okay. She just thinks that the communication and contact between you and her should be eliminated. Do you understand yes, that? Yes, I, I can respect that. How old were you when you first met Tiffany? I was 32. And she was? 22. 22. Yes. And did you know that she, at the age of 22, had three children by two different men? Yes. So I'm wondering, how did you minister to her? I felt like I did it the way I would you know, minister to myself or to any, any other person. And I didn't think that you know, she wasn't where she needed to be or where you know, that she was a whole person. You didn't think that? No. You thought she was a whole person? Well, I mean, I didn't see, well, I'm going to say, you know, not a perfect person, but, you know, not having any major issues. Well, I don't know what town you live in, too. <laughs> where I live in the world, a 22-year-old with three children by two different men is not playing at the highest levels of her self-value and self-worth. Right. Did you consider that? Yeah, I, I, under I understood that. Well, I want you to consider this, mm -hmm. that. It could be seen as mm -hmm. if you took advantage of her. Here you come, Pastor Mitchell. Her association with you is elevating her from an unwed mother to a first lady. There's an aspect of you that preyed on that young girl, but you're not even clear about why. But something ain't right. I'm telling you, something ain't right. Come on. Although Mitchell thinks he has told Tiffany the whole truth, he has not. He needs to come clean with her about the real reason he married her. We are just moments away from Reverend Derek's big revelation to his church community. Nearly a hundred people are filing into the church. This may be the most difficult thing Derek has ever done. I think it is important for Mitchell to be here to support his brother for the potential judgment that may follow. Look at you looking all pastoral. All pastoral. 
How are you? I'm good. How you are nervous? You? Of course. What are you nervous about? I'm always nervous really? before I do this. Your mama's here. Yes. Your daddy's here. Your baby sister's here. Yes. You know, I'll be here. Pastor Mitchell is here to support you. In the back of your mind, maybe right back here, behind right, back right there. there, there's a negative thought. What is it? Fear. The little bit of fear. Of? Just falling completely apart. The fear of, oh my goodness, what's going to happen after this? Okay, how can I support you? Pray. Okay, not only are we going to pray, I got my prayer warriors. Come yes. on. Reverend Chanaza, Minister Laura, y'all come on in here and pray with us. Yeah, get on that side. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good, good. Thank you, God. You are a wise God, and we know that it is your wisdom, your infinite intelligence that has brought us into this space today with your son, Derek. I know that you can strengthen Derek. I know that you can drop a thought in his mind and guide his tongue to bring that thought forth in word. And you will love him in the process. So have your perfect way, God. And so it is. So it is. Yeah. Thank God. Mm -hmm. I just showed up and looked pretty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, God. Mm -hmm. And if you get to fall apart, just whip out that little purple handkerchief and go on and fall <laughs> apart. Good afternoon. Good afternoon and welcome. Do we have any children in the room? Any children in the room? Can we get the children to step out for a second? So many of us, including myself, I, we hide behind our intellect. We hide behind our fears and our insecurities. And we tell ourselves that if I can say it right, do it right, look right doing it, then it must be right. And so for years, I lived my life trying to look right, do right, but I wasn't. When I was eight years old, I learned a lesson. I was sexually assaulted. And, and that's a nice way of saying what happened. I was at a basketball camp, and I did not want to run. So I said, I have to use the restroom. And I went in there. I'm playing in the water. I'm playing in the water. And that's when it happened. And that eight-year-old self learned something that when you don't do what you're supposed to do, bad stuff happens. I walked around for years, broken on the inside, and I called into question my sexual orientation. Do I have this question because I was raped? Or was I raped because I had that question? I wear the mask of hiding, questioning, being afraid. And what I learned recently is that at the end of the day, I owe myself, I owe God, I owe my family, I owe my church, truth. And I stand here 
Tell us who you are. I am Reverend Ordained, yes, Lord. <laughs> Reverend Derek Anthony Terry. Yeah, 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 come on. And I am a black gay man who ministers. Yeah. was homiletic perfection. <laughs> I think it was just divine. I am a gay black man what? who ministers. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, are you okay? I love you so Yeah, sorry. It's so sad. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You are the bravest man I know. Thank you. My father came up to me after the sermon and he hugged me and he said, I'm so proud of you. And that just completely blew me out of the water because for so long, you know, I didn't think I could have a relationship with my family, a healthy, you know, real relationship with my family being gay. And so for them to do that and to say that, it just, it warmed me. I know so many men that are in the same situation. I just want all of them to, to stop carrying that burden around, just to stop carrying that pain around. Thank you for God coming. Bless you. Thank God you for coming. You know, I've always supported your you ministry, have. and I will continue. Come out. <laughs> Everybody, come out. It's so much better. It feels so much better. So do it, do it, do it. Come in. I just wanted to check in with you. Hi, Mama Bear. You're doing great. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Papa Bear. Hey. <laughs> mm. And Baby Bear. <laughs> how you doing? Fine, how are you? Come on, just have a seat for a moment. I know this is your community. I know this mm -hmm. is your people. And yes, ma'am. How'd you do with it? I did good. I'm re relieved. A lot of uh, family and friends were here to support us. You know, prayed about it last night, and you know. I just know just everything's gonna be okay. Bless you, bless you. I just wanna say, I know it took, takes a lot to be courageous and... So he may give somebody the courage to speak right, up and speak that's up. what we want. I really hope you understand that's what all yeah. of this is about. Yeah. We know there will be some people who will never sit under his anointing. Right. That's okay. Right. Everything ain't for everybody. I don't think that a gay man should be a spiritual leader because it's an abomination. I think it's very important to have strong, confident leaders like Reverend Terry as an example. I think that that would be uh, disruptive if a gay man is uh, pastoring a church. Let me ask you something, Daddy. Do you think that God is pleased with Derek today? Very. Mama? Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't think he could have been graced with a more blessed family. I want to thank you for being here. Let me give you a hug and go meet your son. Okay, thank you, Mama thank Bear. You. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Before I leave, I want to meet with Derek and Mitchell. I want Mitchell to see what happens when you are honest with yourself and those around you about who you are. 
and you had your brother with you? Yes. Mwah. Mwah. Yes. You still sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> How was that? I feel like I've lost a thousand pounds. My father came up to me and said, I am so proud of you. You're the bravest man I've ever seen. Wow. To hear that from my father yes. was a gift. A gift that you denied yourself because you made up a story, a story that was far more horrific than the reality. But you know what? You can't do it till you're ready. So I'm going to leave you all now. And I'm going home and getting up out of Kentucky. Come <laughs> <laughs> back to the Your East Coast. Yes, my beloved, by and by. Take good care of yourself. As I leave Kentucky, I sense that my work with Reverend Derek is complete. But something feels off with Mitchell and Tiffany. There is still much work to be done. Well, today I'm doing something that I have never done before in Fix My Life. I have come back to visit the people involved in the story. When I was last with my guests in Louisville, Kentucky, there was an incomplete conversation between a man, a minister, and his wife. It's been 30 days since I last saw Pastor Mitchell and Tiffany who I left on the front porch trying to put together the pieces of her broken marriage. Mitchell and I had just started to delve into his lack of self-awareness about how he possibly deceived and manipulated Tiffany and himself. Now, I'm hearing that he is upset with me because I pushed him to tell Tiffany the whole truth. Their relationship is in shambles, and they are incapable of effectively co-parenting. I'm here today to complete those conversations so that he can move on, she can move on, but more important, that they can both come together to understand how to raise the five children. But first, I want to check in with Tiffany and see how she's coping now. Hey, Miss Tiffany. Hey. How you doing? Good. Good. Oh, you all dressed up, looking pretty. Thank you. <laughs> How you doing? How's things been since I seen you? Good, no major complaints. Excelente. Come on, have a seat. Have a seat down. Yeah. So what has happened between you and Mitchell since the last time I spoke to you? Not a whole lot. Our divorce is final. We don't talk as much as we did. Has he seen the children? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I spoke to you about when we were together last time was the standard of care that's going to be required for your children who now realize that their father is gay. Not only are their parents divorced, that's a big enough issue, but their father is gay. Have you all had that conversation? We haven't. Problem. <laughs> Why haven't you? I just kind of didn't know how to go about doing it. I mean, I just want us to be able to do what we have to do for the kids. And what does that mean? Get along. What is it that you have to do? Get along and, and you know, have hard conversations and. that's going to benefit the kids, even if it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. This is just woman to woman. Is there anything? that you need to say to him? Are there things you need to ask him so that you can just handle that woman side of you and move forward? 
I love when you do that. You just shut down and you just go blank. <laughs> you just go blank. It's like no, no energy coming in or out. Are you aware of that? Not good for a woman to be in shutdown. Makes her a target. So what do you have to say about that? That's accurate. What's accurate? That I shut down and I numb out. And I just don't deal with it. You got to find your voice and use it. Give yourself permission to be pissed off. Have you ever asked him some hard questions about how you and him got here? Like, one thing I would want to know, did you pick me because I was 21 and had three kids and thought nobody wanted me? I want to know if your ass preyed on me. That's what I want to know. I don't mean P-R-A-Y-E-D. I mean P-R-E-Y-E-D. Did you prey on me? I want to know that. And what was it about me that made you think you could get away with it? Maybe because you have no voice. Did he choose a mute or a fool? Tell me what you're feeling. Nothing. You don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you're thinking. Not thinking anything. Not feeling anything. As a mother of five children, you don't have that privilege. Let's see if I win. Tiffany is is a woman now who's holding on to the lie, all kinds of lies, not just lies about Mitchell, but she's holding on to the lie that I, I can't tell the truth. I, I, I can't admit how I feel. I don't think that she trusts herself enough to know that she can handle the truth. I really want to have a conversation with Mitchell. He was a little upset with me about pushing him to tell her the whole complete truth. He's got to acknowledge his betrayal of her and why he did it. He's got to complete that conversation. So how have you been since we last seen each other? It's been over a month. I think the process has been good for me. OK. Um, how so? Uh, things that I wasn't necessarily, wasn't aware of at the time that were brought to my attention, you know, when we were in Kentucky. Such as? The cheating. Cheating? That, oh, my, oh, but, not, but not just cheating, that you were on the DL. OK, that, all right. Not because I'm beating you up about it, but because here's what I've noticed, is that you'll tell enough of the truth to keep yourself safe. So here's a question for me. Did okay. you bait Tiffany? I don't think so. But your thinking, I don't trust. Okay. What did you see as her weaknesses? I can't say that I saw that. I saw, that, I, that, so I saw you, that. So you married a woman not knowing her strengths and her weaknesses I, and allowed I, I, her to I, have your two children? I have to say yes. I don't believe that. I absolutely don't <laughs> believe that. Either you saw the weaknesses and you knew who she was or you didn't even care. So either way, you jammed up. Let me give you a simpler language for it that you may not be in touch with or aware of the depth of your own emotional dishonesty. The lack of awareness may have been that marrying her was the way you denied the truth of who you are. That's why I'm back. Incomplete conversations. There's some stuff you got to say that she has to hear. And there's some stuff she has to say that you have to hear. Because see, you are so lucky that you got a good Southern church girl and not a crazy ass Brooklyn woman 
Because, see, I would have slapped the taste out your mouth. And you'd still be looking for your taste buds. Whether it's physical, right. verbal, right. psychological, you got to oh, slap coming. You, you got to beat down. <laughs> we'll have the conversation with Tiffany. Let's do that. <laughs> Let us have a conversation with Tiffany. <laughs> hey, Miss Tiff. Hey. You doing better? Yes. Good. It's time for Mitchell and Tiffany to stop dancing around the issues and confront one another face to face. So I, I want to set this up by saying this. I'm not on your side. And I'm not on your side. I'm on the children's side. Because they are the only ones that don't have a voice here. And my goal is to push, drag, propel you into where you need to be to be the best possible parents that you could be in a very difficult situation. Is there anything you need to ask of Mitchell at this time? Nothing? OK, am I having a psychotic break or something? What's happening? What do you mean, nothing? After we sat down there on the thing this morning, what do you mean, nothing? Because your voice, your power, your identity, who you are as a woman, you've abandoned and taught other people how to abandon him being one of those people. Put your chairs a little closer. Y'all a little too far apart. <laughs> as people, as parents, as everything. Hit him. Just reach over there one time and just hit him. Gotta hit him. You're not gonna hit him? No. Why? You don't have to hit him with your fists, but hit him with your, your words. I gave myself to you. And I never expected any hurt to be caused by you. Breathe it through. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And when I hear you say that, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You have to for the children. You've got to be able to look at their mother and recognize the devastation that you've caused her. When I hear you say that, I feel what? That hurts me, because that was never my intent. What you did was made it a lot more difficult for me to properly take care of our children. Because I'm still trying to put pieces together and dealing with my own hurt. Why'd you marry me? Why'd you marry me? I married you because I wanted you to be my wife. Oh, I'm just going to slap the taste out your mouth. Yes. Look at this woman and tell her the truth. Look at her and what tell it, her the that truth. That is the truth. You don't know why you well, married her. Well, I don't know why I married you. I mean, I wanted to be married, and I thought that she was, I thought she was a super wife for me. Don't believe a word of that. That is not true. That's what he needs to say, but that ain't true. I just want to know, like, at what point did you get it that you should not have been married? 2006. So you need to look at her and say, I married you because I was in denial that I was gay. I married you because I was in denial that I was gay. I can, I can own that. I'm sorry, Tiffany. If I had different, I would have done different. Both of you were in denial about who you were did the same thing to each other. So here's what we're going to do. I want you all to come up with 
two or three things that you're going to do differently leaving here today. For you two, I really want to encourage family counsel to help give you the language and the approach. Just get the help that you need. Come on in. As we wrap the day, Mitchell's brothers wanted to be here for Mitchell and Tiffany to let them know they have a network of support they can lean on. Good. Thank you all for coming. Whether you know it or not, we're here for you. You, you still... This case really represents the silent agreements that people make. You don't call me on my stuff, I won't call you on your stuff. And the way we do that is that we act like we don't see, we don't feel, or we render ourselves numb. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.